Welcome to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. If you're ready for inspiration and tips to improve your life, hear what some of the fascinating minds of today have to say. Our hope is that you'll live your passion and inspire the world. And now, here is your host, Allison H. Larson. Good morning and welcome to Spotlight. I am Allison H. Larson and here today live in the studio, the beautiful mm-hmm. Rochelle Rodriguez. Rochelle, hello. Hello, Allison. So, hello. Glad to, so glad to have you here. So today's show, how to kick ass in high heels. I even wore my high heels today just for the show. Did you wear your high heels? You're in flats. They're always on? with me. <laughs> Cut some in the car. All right. Okay. So honestly, after uh, being in high heels for a long time and having to present on stage and things like that, they're totally overrated. But uh, the, the, the point is, is that uh, today's world of female entrepreneurs are kicking ass, and uh, in some ways, it there there are some challenges with that. Um, it being a female in this industry, I think things are changing. But I wanted today on this show to bring in some amazing women who have been personal um, friends and examples to me of how to be successful in this business world, how to do a good job as a businesswoman, but also stay in integrity, stay in your femininity, and be able to uh, just really mm-hmm. own that power of being a female. So um, for men, for those of you that are listening, you're going to get in all the secret tips of how to uh, really attract a powerful and successful woman. For women that are listening, um, I want you to, I I really want to collaborate today and have you hear from some of the, the, the top women in the industry. So Joining us live today on the phone is Shannon Parsons. Shannon, are you there? Hello, hello, Shannon. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? There, now we can hear you. (laughs) All right, so excited to have you. And I know Shannon, you, as many entrepreneurs are, are on the are on the road today, (laughs) and you are you are traveling right now. So really glad to have you joining us. Where are you joining us from today? Today, I am at the CEO Space event in Texas. Okay, so you are rocking it in Texas. Uh, Shannon is actually the founder of Secret Knock for Women. For those of you who have been in the speaking and entrepreneurship industry, you may have heard of Secret Knock, um, a a wonderful, uh, I guess, how long has this event been around, Shannon? What, 10 years now? Over 13 years. Wow, over a decade. So 13 years Secret Knock's mm-hmm. been around. And finally, uh, Shannon's like, hey, Greg, we need to do something just for women. So Shannon is doing Secret Knock for Women, uh, bringing some of the most powerful women together here in a couple of months. And, and Shannon, you have been um, in this industry now for just over a year, really, um, in the speaker industry and have been able to make some fabulous connections and are just rocking it. So I wanted to, to bring you on to share some of your tips and secrets. And I want to give you a moment before I bring Lisa on to brag about yourself. If you've listened to my show, you know that I give all my guests an opportunity to brag about themselves. So Shannon, brag away. What have you been able to accomplish in your career? Oh my gosh, you are amazing. Thank you so much. Oh gosh, what have I been able to accomplish? You know, I think the biggest thing I've actually been able to accomplish is to feel comfortable being myself Mm -hmm. and to have that be enough. So if I can show up as myself 100%, other people really respond to that. And that's really what has gotten to me, what has gotten me to where I am now, being able to lead Secret Knock for Women and to be able to make all these connections. I'm just myself. And it took me a long time to get here, but I made it. Ah, congratulations. I love that. (laughs) I love that that's what you're bragging on today. So um, 
so tell us some of the accomplishments that you've been involved in in the past year, because I know there have been several, including the actual Hollywood premiere of the Wishman movie with Frank Shankowitz. You were highly involved in that. In fact, I you know I think the secret is you put pretty much put the whole thing together. Um, which I mean, a Hollywood premiere that's that's no small feat. You've been able to um, get a actual star on the Walk of Fame for um, Greg Reed, or we're involved in that in Las Vegas. So d- tell me some of your other accomplishments. I love that you're bragging about yourself and being yourself, but uh, tell, me some of, <laughs> tell me some of the other things you've done. Yes, okay, so doing Secret Knock with Greg has been amazing and getting to meet such amazing people. I've done book launch parties for him. Like you said, we did the Wish Man movie premiere mm-hmm. Uh, Greg had an amazing team that put that movie together, the actors and actresses, uh, and putting together the Hollywood premiere was something I had never done before, so I just went for it and uh, pulled it off successfully, so that was really, really fun to, to see that creation come together. The Hollywood premiere was one of three. Uh, we did one in Arizona, which you, Allison, got to be part of, and then another one in San Diego. Mm-hmm. And now getting to do the Secret Knock for Women's event is amazing and getting to hold this space for strong, powerful women who are ready to own from that place of feminine confidence. Uh, Before I got into this space, I was working with clients uh, with resiliency and helping them overcome trauma. So working a lot with nonviolent communication, parents, teens. So it's been an interesting journey that's gotten me to this point where I I get to have this platform now to to reach more people. Yeah. Really fun. I love it, and I love I love your fun spirit. And just a side note, I was just telling uh, some people here in studio that Shannon is also like my BFF girlfriend. So I love I love hanging <laughs> out with her. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show is so that uh, we could talk about not only how to be successful as entrepreneurs, but how to show up for each other as women. And and you've done that beautifully for me. So so glad you're here, Shannon. I've got a list of questions that we're going to open up, and I'm going to ask you in just a little bit. But before we get started with that, I want to hear a little bit from. Lisa, Lisa Lieberman uh, Wang is such a powerful lady. I first connected with her years ago, um, was able to reconnect with her. She came out to a Woman of Influence Mastermind that I held in New York. I got to know her better and have been watching her just grow and expand and have just, Lisa, I have um, admired your commitment and you've been a great example to me of a woman who's been able to live her dream, live her passion and be really, really successful at it. So Lisa, are you there? I am absolutely here and I'm as proud of you as you are of me. So we're in the mutual admiration society Yay. right now. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much, Lisa. And where in the world are you joining us from today? I'm joining you from New Jersey. Yay, New Jersey. I love New Jersey. I was actually just there with my kids uh, just a couple of months ago, and i that's where my mom grew up. And I'd always thought of New Jersey as this, like, you know, kind of like um, place that was kind of dumpy or, you know, this, yeah. this extension yeah. of New York that if you couldn't really afford to live in New York, you lived in New Jersey. And after going there, <laughs> I have a completely <laughs> different perspective. I'm like, wow, New Jersey is one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. And these rolling hills and huge estates. And and um, just love that. So um, I love that you're joining us from New Jersey. What a beautiful state and a beautiful place. And Lisa, I would like to open it up to you to brag a little bit about yourself and your accomplishments. This is a totally safe place for bragging, and I give you full permission. So Lisa, what have you been able to accomplish throughout your life? Well, I think I first 
accomplished the fact that I went from fine to fab, and fine is how I used to feel, which was frustrated, insecure, neurotic, and emotional, to fabulous, awesome, beautiful. And I've not only done that successfully for myself, but I've helped tens of thousands of other people do the same thing, which makes me feel even better. I've been fortunate to be able to help anybody who has been self-sabotaging themselves and maybe not knowing it personally and professionally to be able to live what I like to call an authentic life, happy, healthy, and free. And I think as far as that goes, I'm excited that I'm speaking on Sunday at Carnegie Hall. That's a pretty cool one that just came up. (laughs) Yeah, I would say that's a big accomplishment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And as you know, but maybe some people listening don't, is I've been really fortunate. I've helped so many people that I've been an expert on many TV shows, news, on ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, to be able to be their expert on really business and life strategy. Yeah. Wow. Well, what great accomplishments and and. I want to hear, of course, too, from Rochelle, who is here in studio. Rochelle, you've been able to grow up a beautiful and thriving business over the past few years. So I want to give you just a moment. I think our viewers are pretty familiar with you, but I want to give you a moment to just brag about yourself as well, because you are a powerful and strong woman that are joining us here today. Thank you, Allison. Yes, I was thinking, you know, breaking through the bondage of just being like in a box (laughs) is how I can describe my life and breaking through the corporate structure Mm -hmm. to becoming an entrepreneur like I never thought that I could. And along the way, Shannon, I love what you said. It's about just stepping into my own power and, you know, being my true self and just uh, (laughs) really you know, empowering a lot of women and men to being their best selves too and breaking through, like I said, corporate and just being whatever I want to do and, you know, having it all because like freedom and life by design is so powerful today and just helping women look and feel their best selves inside and out and having all that they want. You know, we don't have to be like under somebody's thumb or doing something that we don't want to do. So I think that's really important to to lift each other up and put our crowns on each other and fix the crowns. I just posted something. There's lots of things going around on Facebook about, you know, empowering women and post pictures of yourself. And I think it's so important to lift each other up. When yeah. we stay together strong and we're not jealous of each other, we we just share the light mm-hmm. of all of us. I mean, it's just so more powerful. Yeah. We're so much better together. So well, I love that. And collaboration is a huge part of that. And I know that's why I'm passionate about yeah. doing Women of Influence Masterminds. I know um, Shannon's doing Secret Knock and Elisa's got an event coming up um, as well for entrepreneurs. Um, so what what I'm wondering, I, and we're going to get more into collaboration later, but my yeah. first question for today is how do you become, not not are, but become a successful woman entrepreneur and still balance that femininity. And what I mean by this, uh, just to, to describe a little bit more, is I think there's some unique challenges to women mm-hmm. that are trying to be and that are successful entrepreneurs, such as how do you balance friendships? How do you balance relationships? How do you balance being a mother for those of you that are being a mother? How do you, how do you balance um, being assertive and strong, um, but yet having that feminine balance. So Lisa, I want to ask you this question first. How do you become, for those that are listening and wanting to to become or to gain some level of success in today's industry that are women, how do you become a successful female entrepreneur and still embrace your femininity, still embrace that feminine energy? 
Well, I think it's a great question for me because there was a time where I thought I needed to fit in with the big boys, and when I stopped looking to fit in and just be, be me, the best version of me, I was able to show up very differently. I think a lot of women don't realize that their true power and strength is in our femininity. And when we show up that way, and I love the idea of the heels, because there's something about me wearing heels and dresses. There was a scenario with my husband where we had some things happen financially between 9-11 and the stock market and things like that, that we lost everything and had to start over again, and that was 17 years ago. And I remember I ended up putting the pants on thinking, i got to make the money. And it actually created a reverse polarity in our relationship. He became feminine. I became masculine. He's going to lunch with my girlfriends. I'm like, there's something wrong with this. That's the stuff. And, and it turned out I literally made a shift. And I said, i got to put the dress back on. I, and it was a literal and figurative as well of having to go out there and say, no, this is not going to happen. That's where my power is. And, and when we remember that, we'll see our true strength is in our femininity. It's about not trying to be something you're not. It's about loving everything about who you are in your femininity. And I think women admire it in each other as much as men admire it, you know, and they, mm-hmm. they love to stop for that. So yeah. when you, I kind of use it as a barometer when I know I'm walking into a, a location and a door opens for me, I said, yes, I'm in my femininity. When I'm walking into a location and, and no one's going to grab my door, I said, oh, am I showing a masculine right now? <laughs> it's literally a little barometer we can use. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really interesting, and I'm glad that we're bringing this up because uh, one of the things that happened with me, I think, just in my life and my relationship, and I recently went through a divorce, was, was this uh, feeling that I, I was struggling with that balance between masculine and feminine energy and I think it really did hurt my relationship uh, with my ex-husband in feeling like you know I I was maybe taking on some more of that masculine role and he didn't know how he fit and and so tell me one give give one tip Lisa what's the one tip you would give to somebody who just knows that they have this great power inside of them that is to be this great woman leader this great woman entrepreneur but they're in a relationship and and maybe they even have some fear that they're going to step out of their femininity how do they stay that powerful leader and still stay in their feminine energy what's the what's one thing that they can do or implement well i mean one thing is easy i had a client who was a judge and she, at work, obviously was the end all. She made the decisions, hit the gr- hit the gavel, and that was it. She said it, and that was it. Yeah. And I had said to her, "Here's what has to happen. When you go home, you can't be the judge or the jury. You need to be the wife." And that meant take off your boxing gloves. That meant showing up and listening and being present and just loving that person without the rules and telling them what to do. It became a a conversation versus a monologue or a dictatorship. And when we come back from a place of love and we just go into our heart, as silly as that may sound, it's probably the easiest way to ground yourself back into your femininity, as well as wearing sexy underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Sexy (laughs) underwear is the secret. You heard it right here from Lisa. I love that. Thank you so much, Lisa. Um, So we have about two minutes to break, but I want to throw this over to you, Shannon. How do you stay, how do you uh, manage that balance between staying in your feminine energy and being this powerful, kick-ass woman leader? Well, I just love everything that Lisa said, and I agree with her 100%. The only thing extra that comes to my mind that I've noticed for a lot of the women that uh, I've, I've come across is 
don't say I'm sorry for everything. Uh, there's a lot of women who, when they make a choice for something, they'll say, oh, I'm sorry. And it, it, it hurts all of us. So to be able to make a choice and feel good about your choice and really stand strong in this is what I'm choosing for me, whether it's walking through a door that someone else is holding or to be the one holding the door, no matter what it is, just know that you are good enough where you are, as you are, the way you're showing up. And if you're trying, that's the first signal that you need to relax. Just take a deep breath and relax into your body and know that who you are is enough. Yeah, I love that. And Shannon, you've actually helped me personally with that. Um, not saying I'm sorry, because I think as women all the time, like we do something and it's not yeah. something we're doing intentionally or something happens or like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't talk at that time. Or, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I can't make it to that meeting or, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to speak at that event. No, you aren't sorry. <laughs> you know what and I'm a, saying? And a good book for that is Girls Stop Apologizing. Girls Stop Rachel Apologizing. Yes. I love that. <laughs> what was your, a good one. We have about 30 seconds, but what's your, what's your thought, Rochelle? And, and that book um just yeah we do we apologize for everything and that just brings us down and and it makes our self-confidence get lower each time we're saying sorry it's going into our soul and we're like i'm just like a bad person yeah having to say sorry for everything (laughs) i i apologize if your feelings are hurt or you know this is just the way it is i can't make it to the meeting yeah, I, I love that. And I yeah. think there is a way to own and step into your own power. Mm-hmm. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back more with how to stand in your feminine hour, uh, power and be a strong female entrepreneur uh, with Lisa Lieberman Wang and, of course, the lovely Shannon Parsons. And we got Rochelle Rodriguez here in studio. We'll be right back. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. It's time to unlock some of the best kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Are you ready to be fabulous? You know, science has proven that women thrive in a tribe together. And now we invite you to join two fierce females, otherwise known as Sheila and Sarah, as they help you take the journey from flat to fabulous. It's fun, terrific stories and wise insight every week. Take better control of your life. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time for Life from Flat to Fabulous on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Create happiness now. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Sophia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Sophia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. 
You're tuned in to Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. To find out more about Allison and our program, please visit soulintuition.com. Again, that's soulintuition.com. Now back to Spotlight. Here is Allison H. Larson. All right. So for those of you that weren't listening on break uh, on our Facebook Live, we had the we have the lovely Tamara Lanan here in studio, and she gave a really good tip. She said, "Oh, by the way, uh, if you're joining us on phone for our guests, I'm getting some feedback. So if you have it on um, live, uh, just go ahead and, and click that off because I'm hearing myself in the background of your call. Thank you." For I your understanding. I don't, I don't hear it anymore. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I'm hearing voices in my head. It's my own voice. Uh, but anyway, Tamara said one of her things is she works a lot of with female podcasters, and she says it's really hard for them to get females on their podcast or, or show. So don't be afraid to share your message and shine. I think that's a great message. So thank you so much. I wanted to share that tip with everybody. So uh, for, for those of you that are just joining us, of course, today's topic is how to be powerful and successful women entrepreneurs, but still stay in your feminine energy. Um, I've got another question here that I want to open up to uh, our guests and then we're going to bring the fabulous Lori Richens on. Lori does our family first segment and Lori is a great example of a female entrepreneur who is balancing her femininity and her family life and able to be successful in multiple different areas. So I'm really excited to hear her thoughts on this as well. Um, my question right now is, um, let's let's talk a little bit about women in image, because I think that there has been this perception, especially among women, that you have to look a certain way or act a certain way or dress a certain way to be a successful woman entrepreneur. And um, there are a lot of women that have conflicting views on this and have a lot of confusion on this. I run into women that say, well, because I don't fit a certain look, I'm never going to be a successful uh, woman entrepreneur. I have women entrepreneurs say, if I don't dress a certain way or come across a certain way, then there's no way I can be successful. But this really isn't authentic to me. So Shannon, I wanted to ask you this question first, because you've worked with a lot of women in the industry. And um, what, what are your thoughts on your image in the industry? Do you have to look a certain way to be successful? H- how do you need to dress? What are your thoughts on these? Oh my gosh, I love this question. It's so great because my my whole thing is kicking ass in high heels. And really, the high heels are the symbolic image of how to be taken seriously as a woman. Yeah. And it's really not about the high heels. It's really about how do you feel as your most confident, badass self. Sometimes that's in nurses' shoes or sometimes that's in flip-flops. For me, I like to wear chucks but I also like dressing up with the heels. So while the high heels was a symbol of women empowerment and how to be taken seriously, fortunately it's changing now to where women are able to show up as themselves. And, you know, depending on the situation, sometimes we dress up or down, but for the most part, if you show up as yourself, if you are confident in who you are and you walk into that room, like you have a purpose, people are going to notice you no matter what kind of shoes you're wearing. Yeah, I love that. And I really love uh, bringing this topic up and talking with you about it because you've been a really good example to me of just really showing up as yourself. And I'm noticing this theme. And I think the theme is, is that 
people want you for who you are Mm -hmm. and not trying to pretend to be somebody else. I remember when I was very first getting started in the speaking industry, I looked around and I saw women that had a lot of masculine energy and there's nothing wrong with that, but that's not my nature. And so I remember getting up on stage and thinking, oh, I need to yell more. I need to be louder. I need to wear cowboy (laughs) boots or whatever it is. And that was so inauthentic to me. And what I discovered was that when my my clients wanted to work with me, when people were connecting with me, they wanted to connect with me for me. And there may be somebody who their perfect fit as a speaker, as somebody who's going to motivate them, as somebody who has this amazing masculine energy and dresses in cowboy boots. And there may be somebody who wants somebody that's a little bit more soft-spoken, a little bit uh, more gentle in their nurturing, healing energy like me. And, and it's not one's right and one's wrong. It's just that you'll be happier and everybody that connects with you will be happier if you stay and consistent to who you are mm-hmm. because people want you for who you are so i love that thought shannon lisa what's your what's your thought on this well i'm i'm with you is just being who you are i think a lot of women are showing up masculine whether they know it or not but i know that our strength is in our femininity I feel more comfortable there. There was a while where I was a bull in a china shop. I was coming off like everybody else, very strong. And I don't think it's attractive. And I think what a lot of women are are attracted to today is is getting back into being okay to be who she is. And I think that's the gift we got to give them all. What what about version first? And what about this idea of of dressing a certain way or having a certain look or a certain image? Is is that true? Do you think that you need to to look or dress a certain way to be successful in this industry? Not anymore. (laughs) I do not think that is true. It's very interesting. If you look at some of the people that have achieved amazing success and some of my very good friends like Sharon Lecter, Mm -hmm. who wrote Outwitting the Devil and Think and Grow Rich for Women, you know, she, I laugh because she's young. She's not much older than me, but she has white hair. And people mm-hmm. will say, oh, Sharon, you, have, you should dye your hair. You should do this. You should do that. But she's beautiful just the way she is, right? Yeah. Oh, or yeah. somebody else will see somebody and say, well, you shouldn't be wearing those clothes. But the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, I don't think there's any such thing anymore. I, I believe that what people are most attracted to is being able to be your own best version of yourself and be accepted. Mm-hmm. And honestly, mm-hmm. in any business, if we can't show up as ourselves, then that's inauthentic to begin with and it won't last very long. Well, and, uh, and there's uh, a really good, sorry, let me say this yeah. one thing. I'm sorry, not sorry. No, I know, thank, right? Thank I'm, you for allowing, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for allowing thank me to you say. For allowing me to talk I just, I, I want to say one thing and then Rochelle, I want you to weigh yes. in on this because I wanted to bring up this point. Two of my favorite people that I admire the most in, um, in, in this industry as women are um, Abraham Hicks and, and Brene Brown. And, I remember hearing, um, you know, and, and Abraham Hicks, if you've ever seen her, she does not fit the, uh, you know, air quotes mold of what you would think of, you know, a powerful feminine speaker, but she is inspiring millions of people. And Brene Brown, I remember after um, her TED Talk aired, she said she had so many people just like all this hate mail and things like that about, um, you know, what she was wearing, how much, you know, she weighed, what she looked like. And she said she had in that moment, she had to make a decision, you know, is this, am I going to allow this to define me or not? And she just said, I'm not going to allow it to find me. And if I want to wear jeans on stage, I'm going to wear jeans and I'm just going to show up and I admire that so much and I think a lot of people do. Rochelle, what's your thought on this? Well, definitely everything that you guys said and I mean, I'll go to a business meeting with camo stretch pants or jeans like this and I'll feel super comfortable, you know, as a business meeting and then I can rock it in heels, all of that. But I wanted to talk about 
a story. Um, you know, I think that there's a lot. I have a lot of feminine energy, and I have a lot of masculine energy as well, especially when I'm working in my career. And I think that drive is the masculine energy. And I actually had a situation because I'm a. Um, uh, an entrepreneur, right? And I coach and empower women and men and I've built a successful business. I'm a regional vice president. And I actually had people at one point telling me that I was like a robot. I was like a machine. Mm, that they could not be like me and that I was just like this, just like like bull, like she said in the china shop, you know. And then I started pulling back into my feminine more. And I was like, wow, this doesn't feel right. How do I do this? So I started opening up more and being more vulnerable and showing more of my heart and more of my feminine side. But I noticed mm-hmm. myself like retracting with who I really was because I really am driven. So yeah. when I combined, I found um, a medium for both of those where I can be driven and I can have my heart involved at the same time so I think that's so important right and I I love I love that you bring up that balance and and that's really you know that's really an interesting point and I think there are some things that can let us know because we're all different I mean Mm -hmm. if we're some women have more masculine energy some have more feminine energy some you know are louder voices some are softer voices some of us like to wear comfortable clothes some of us like to dress up the, the key factor is, like Shannon said, is to be yourself. And how do you know if you're being yourself? Well, you will feel happy, you will feel energized, mm-hmm. and you will feel in alignment. So if you feel out of integrity, that means you're out of alignment. If you're running around and you feel tired and stressed all day, then you aren't in alignment with who your energy is and who you are. And if you feel like you're having to put on a mask for mm-hmm. people, if you feel like you're having to put on a performance or a show in order to earn their approval, then you probably aren't being your authentic self. So just ask yourself those questions. Yeah. Do you feel like you're having to put on a mask or a facade for people? If you are, then that, you can take a look at that and say, how can I be in more alignment with myself and my feminine energy? <laughs> are you feeling like you're low on energy all the day? Like you're tired, like life's hard, like you're struggling for things. And that means you aren't in in alignment with that feminine energy and who you are. Or, you know, I, again, just feeling like um, you're out of integrity, like the things that you're doing don't really align with your morals and your values and your ethics. And, and that can look different for everybody because you have your own personal morals, values, and ethics. Mm-hmm. And if those are out of alignment, then you're out of alignment with your your personal energy and your femininity. So I think that those are some powerful questions that you can ask yourself and look at as a woman entrepreneur. Uh, I want to bring yeah. now on Lori Richen. So Lori actually is a suce- successful, successful female <laughs> entrepreneur. She is the mother of seven children. She's been married for 35 years. She's run for political office. She's been able to speak at uh, some of the top events. And she lives in a little town kind of by where I raised my kids not too far away called Fruitland, Idaho. So she is a successful female entrepreneur, mother, rock star. Uh, love you, Lori. So I am so excited to hear what you have to share with us today on your Family First segment. Lori Richens. Actually, Lori, I want you to brag about yourself a little bit to start to start with. 
Well, actually, I'm sitting at my office. I'm sitting in my office this morning. I had a hard time getting a connection at home. And so I love the space that I'm in. It's very homey. I'm a, a personal and family empowerment coach. And I love being in this space. But the most important place for me, of course, is in the home. And uh, I do have something that I would love to share, a little bit of a vulnerable side to myself today regarding uh, the message and the topic that you're discussing today. And as soon as I read it, as soon as I knew what you were going to be talking about, I had this experience that I felt like I needed to share. So today we're going to talk about the power position that a woman can have in the home as a wife and as a mother. And I absolutely love the art of photography. I do a bit of it myself. And right now we have 22 family members, including my husband and myself and all seven of our children and spouses and grandchildren. And it takes a lot to get a family that size together and to coordinate the colors and the poses and the location and to determine what you want your family photograph to look like. And the same thing can happen, of course, when you're an entrepreneur. You want to know ahead of time what you want your business to look like. Well, for me, I have a certain family dynamic of what I'm striving for. And I have an image in my mind of what I want that to look like. And the top foremost ideal image is that we are a strong spiritual family and that we are closely connected. So in this vulnerable moment that I'm going to share, I'm going to talk about what it was like when I nearly sabotaged that, when I was put in a really scary place, when I was in a scary position, and I didn't think I was going to come out on top. So one thing that I teach my clients and my children is that there's a difference between a crisis and an inconvenience. And if we keep treating everything like a crisis, then we're not going to be able to handle a real one when it comes along. But in this experience, I was in the middle of an authentic crisis. I was losing my vision. I was losing my hearing. My muscles were turning weak. I was having trouble speaking. I would fall over for like 20 minutes at a time and I couldn't get my strength back. Um, I literally felt like I was dying. And I went to a doctor that I trusted. In fact, I was so vulnerable. I was so afraid. I didn't know what was happening. And I had to completely turn myself over to the Lord. And I remember kneeling before I left our home, asking the Lord to just take over, to really help me through this experience. I was too weak to handle it on my own. And then when I went to the doctor, somebody that we had trusted, it turned out to be a nightmare experience. Because he couldn't figure out what was wrong with me, he actually blamed me and said that I was potentially mentally ill and a possible risk for my own children. And for some of you out there, I know that this is becoming more common, that doctors sometimes when they can't find what's wrong with the patient, sometimes they turn on the patient. And that was a really frightening experience for me. So... um, And I felt completely abandoned and alone and afraid, and I blamed God. And I remember there came a moment where I was was vacuuming in my living room, and I shook my fist metaphorically towards heaven, and I said, I will never go back to church again. I will never pray to you again. I was so sad and hurt, and I felt so alone. And in that moment, this powerful witness came to me, and the Lord spoke to me in a way that I absolutely needed to hear. And what he said was this. It was just a few words. 
But what he said was, the adversary that through you to your children. And that was so significant to me because I had just studied the life of a woman whose faith had failed and the impact that it had on generations of her children afterwards. And I realized that Neely Maxwell once said that God often gives instruction without explanation, and he did not explain to me anything as to why those events had happened. He didn't coddle me. He didn't comfort me. He just told me that the adversary was trying to get to my children. And what I realized in that moment was, even though I didn't have any answers, I was going to be steadfast and immovable until the time came where I understood why that was allowed to occur. And it did. It finally did. It took years, but I was able to understand the significance of why I was allowed to have that trial. And it ended up being a huge blessing for me, not only as a mentor, but as a mother. And I I fought back for my health, and I found some fabulous resources that I now help others to find as well. But here's the key. This is what I learned. Mothers are guardians of the gates for their children. Mothers have this powerful capacity to protect their children spiritually, physically, emotionally. And I almost removed myself from that place because I was so hurt and I felt so damaged. And so I really want to encourage the women who are engaged in business, and I as well, but we are an irreplaceable force in our home as women, as wives, as mothers. No one can fill the shoes, whether we're in high heels or we're in barefoot. No one can fulfill or replace the position that we have. In fact, um, not long ago, my husband actually came home from work and we had found out about this crisis that had happened in another family and he came home and he stood across the floor in the living room from me and he said, it is my job to make sure that you are always available for our children. I cannot replace what you do for them spiritually, emotionally, or physically. But he said, because he made sure to keep me in my power position. So I'd like to just wrap up by telling, uh, as a reminder, that determine what you want your family to look like. If you want it to be spiritually strong, if you want them to have strong careers, whatever it happens to be, determine what you want that to look like. And then invest yourself in a way where you, you remain that guardian at the gate so you can protect your children from the worldly influences that sometimes could sabotage what you want your family photo to look like. So thanks for having me on your show today. Thank you so much, Lori, and I love your perspective. I think it is important for those uh, women who are entrepreneurs and who are also mothers to really look at that perspective and think, what do you want and and what do you want to create and how do you show up for your family and show up uh, feeling like you're you're serving uh, the world as well. So thank you so much, Lori. Really appreciate your perspective. For those of you who aren't connected yet with Lori Richens, make sure and check her out on Facebook. And uh, she has some some powerful tips, uh, advice, and some really great posts. So we are going to, we have a few more questions that I, I know we're going to ask, and I am, I'm going to uh, turn to Rochelle for our next question for <laughs> Shannon and Lisa. So Rochelle, what is your question? I can answer it too, if you want. Well, <laughs> yes, yeah, so we, when we were talking about masculine, femi- feminine in the household, mm-hmm. I think that's, I was, I was thinking about that. It's, 
you know, for me, I realize that, you know, I'm very masculine in my career as well. And when I come home, I want a man who can, who, who who's more masculine than me, who's more powerful than me. And I think that's really important to choose your mate wisely because, because of that, I was shrinking myself. And I think when you have a man to stand by your side, that's really more powerful for you or as equal and can, and can lead you that way, I think it makes all the difference. So I think with that, it's very easy for me to be super feminine. So how is it in your relationships? How do you balance that masculine and feminine? And, and how do you feel about that? Are you able to be with somebody who is just kind of more feminine as a man? Or how are you able to bring out your femininity? in your relationship. Who do you want to answer that first? Go for it. Oh, you want me to answer that first. Sorry. You, yeah, so thank you so much. That's a great question. And how do you how do you balance that? I think, you know, I think we talked a little bit about this before, but just getting more specific mm-hmm. into, you know, how do you do that in your specific relationship? And this is a really good question. I think um, as a woman, I can only speak for myself, but I think a lot of women feel this way. I, I love to feel like I have someone that adores me mm-hmm. and that admires me and that takes care of me to a certain extent. But And I think for me, I've had a lot of fear around stepping into my full power um, as a woman because I'm afraid that I'm going to drive off a relationship um, that could potentially uh, be one where I feel like I can have somebody that's just going to show up for me and, and you know exactly. be this hero. And, and so that's, that's a really interesting question. How I've been able to to balance that and I have a beautiful relationship right now is I have somebody who is my biggest fan my biggest cheerleader and my biggest hero and mm-hmm. I know w- the things that are important to um, when it's important to step into that feminine energy and allow him to lead mm-hmm. and when it's important to step into that driver's seat and allow him to be my co-pilot so I think for anybody out there that's listening it's just getting really clear on what kind of relationship you want and realizing that you can create that in your life. And then once you have that, just getting really clear on how how do you want him to show up in that relationship and how are you going to show up? So I think my biggest answer to that would mm-hmm. be just clarity. I think yeah, once you know what you want and once you know and are, are really clear on that, then you can create that in your life. And there's still going to be struggles and you're still going to have to talk about things, but just creating that clarity and I will tell you from personal experience, there's nothing more challenging as a female entrepreneur than being in a partnership with somebody who is not willing to support you in that. Oh. Because feeling like you're called and you have this uh, mission to accomplish on earth and to have somebody that's not behind you and not backing you can be so hard because you're going to constantly be feeling torn. Yeah, and there's so. an only a matter of time where mm-hmm. you're going to fail in either your relationship or your career. Yeah, and yeah. And I, I want to give uh, Shannon I, and Lisa a moment to talk about this as well. Um, so Shannon and Lisa, what are your short answers to this question? Because I've got one one other question that I want to, to, I would, to talk about. So, Lisa, what, what are your thoughts? I would love to answer that. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things that came to mind when you were sharing is, I always go back to when you're in your head, you're dead, and you're in your heart, you're smart. And, <laughs> and another great. piece of that is that I had gone through a lot of training through the Tony Robbins Platinum Year. I've, I've studied with Alison Armstrong, Sheila Kelly, other people. And one thing we know is that, you know, it's great that women, we can go into our masculine and feminine. Our masculine 
I'm usually when I'm in a business mode, I'm in a work mode. I show up a little masculine, mm-hmm. but I can mm-hmm. go back into my femininity as quickly as going into my heart. The other thing, Allison, you said that was beautiful, and Allison Armstrong actually shares it, is she says, make your man your hero. And when you make him the hero, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean oh, that we're weak. Oh, I love weak. that. <laughs> and, it, it, and it doesn't change that we're weak. It just makes them step into that as well, that power of being our hero. You know, it's, mm-hmm. as, it's as much as, it's not like I can't get my car washed or I can't fill the gas. It's not that. But the fact that he does that for me, it's like, wow, handsome, that's so, I call my husband handsome. That's so great that he does, and I'm so appreciative of it. Mm-hmm. It's those little things that makes him feel like, if a man can't feel like he can win, he doesn't stay in the relationship. And one of the things that most people don't know about me is I've been a quote-unquote relationship expert on TV for the last eight years. Hmm. And I was looking to move away from it because I help people personally and professionally. But relationship (laughs) with yourself first, but also in how we're showing up. So Mm -hmm. make them your hero is one great thing. And, and again, it doesn't mean that you, you're not capable. It means that they'll want to do more. And if they don't feel like they can win, like I said, they'll quit. And then you'll think, oh, geez, they're not doing it. It's no, you beat the crap out of them. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> you have a chance to win because if they can win, they'll keep going and do more for you. They'll, they'll mm-hmm. fight to death for you. But if you make it impossible for them to win, it'll never work. Well, and I love this. And one other thought that came to my mind as you were talking, and I think this is a tangible thing that people can apply in their life that are successful uh, female entrepreneurs that are also looking to maintain that feminine energy. I got a tip once from a lady who I admire. Uh, Her name is Kim Duncan. I did a lot of mentoring with her and her husband, but she said, ladies, here's what you need to do. She said, pick a time of night, six or seven at night, whenever it is. You've been working all day. You've been in this masculine energy, been in mom mode. Maybe sometimes you've been directing kids and (laughs) commanding them. You have to be in the masculine energy, but she said, pick a certain time of night and turn it off Mm -hmm. and step into your feminine energy. Sit down in a chair, ask your partner, ask your kids, ask whoever to bring you a blanket, to bring you a glass of water, and just relax and start being in that mode of, of allowing people to serve you. And it really made a huge difference in my life to, to be able to make that shift to turn on my feminine energy at a certain time of night. Shannon, I'd love for you to weigh in on this quickly before I go to our next question. What are your thoughts on this this topic of being able to maintain your feminine energy and having a relationship and masculinity? How do you balance that yin and that yang? <laughs> well, first, I love all the different layers of the answers because there's not just one answer. There's, there's layer upon layer. And the one that's coming up for me right now is that I surround myself with really strong, capable men, but I also surround myself with very feminine, awesome, kick-ass men. And I think the thing that they all have in common is that they are all confident and secure within themselves. Mm-hmm. And it allows them to show up in my life and in, in my circle in such a powerful way. So the more that we can let men stand strong and, and let them have their their own confidence, the more they support us to stand in our confidence. And it just creates this most beautiful cycle of kickassery. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Thank you so much for bringing that up. And I love that you you brought that up too. There are men that uh, operate from feminine energy and are very powerful uh, leaders that way. And I think, you know, traditionally we think of women as this, you know, soft feminine man as this hard masculine. But yeah, surrounding yourself with people who are confident in stepping into their power in whoever they are. Mm-hmm. And that's the really key component. 
it. So thank you so much for that. So my final question today, and one that I'm really curious about, is how do we as women entrepreneurs collaborate and help each other to grow and just kick ass together? So I know that, uh, Shannon, you have something coming up that um, is actually going to allow women to do this. I know you've got a program uh, coming up, Lisa, that's uh, going going to be for powerful leaders. So uh, I want to know a little bit about your, first of all, your short answer to how do you collaborate as women and then also what you're doing or how people can get a hold of you, successful female entrepreneurs that are looking to grow their business and kick ass. So Shannon, let's start with you. All right. Thank you. So first, when you are in a relationship with another woman, seek to build her up Mm -hmm. so that she feels so confident in her space. Be her cheerleader. Be by her side. We are all working on our own issues and challenges and and there's a lot coming at us. So anything that you can do to be supportive and have someone's back, take that opportunity. And it's going to come back and support you um, in, its, in its own time when you're needing that as well. And the space, the event that I'm creating is called Secret Knock Women. It is for successful business women entrepreneurs who want to find this kind of tribe of like-minded ladies who will have their backs, who will support them, who will promote them and create this momentum of personal and professional growth uh, in such a way that we can stand in our confident feminine, we can go into our masculine, we can find our way through all of it and come out on top with all of the badass men who have our backs. (laughs) I love that. So how can somebody find out more about Secret Knock for Women? Go to secretknockwomen.com. We have our little (laughs) apply button. And what happens is if you're interested, if it looks like it's going to be a good fit for you, just go ahead and apply. And somebody from our team will give you a call. And if it's a good fit, then we'll invite you to buy a ticket and come join us. The event is on November 1st in Santa Ana. And I've got a full lineup of the most amazing women from around the world ready to teach and inspire and mentor all of our amazing attendees. And I know that you're keeping the speakers a secret and there's going to be some amazing speakers there. But can you share with us uh, any information about who's going to be there or do we just have to come and find out? Sure. I'll tell you that one of my speakers is a three-time gold medal Olympic champion. So she's going to be talking about what it takes to persevere in that kind of space. She's also a mom. I also have a female general. So talk about being in charge of the safety of men and women and children, then going home and being a woman and and what that looks like. So those are two that, that I have coming in. Uh, that I'm really excited about. Well, I cannot wait to be there and meet all those powerful women. And Shannon, thank you so much for being on the show. You are a wonderful woman. You are a great example to me and to everybody around you. Shannon Parsons, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here. Uh, Thank you, Allison. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) Um, I want to go over to Lisa now. Lisa, how are you helping women and other powerful leaders to collaborate? And uh, tell us about your upcoming event. Well, my upcoming event is October 19th and 20th, and I feel blessed to be able to help so many women and men to be able to grow themselves in their business. So it's a mastermind. It's seven secrets to building your business every entrepreneur must know in today's economy. It's for entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, and business owners. And it's a powerful two-day event that will totally amplify their business, get rid of the chokeholds that are getting in the way. And I think what's really important is that there's when one of The way this actually started very quickly, Allison, is I had several of my private clients ask me, how is it that you built every business to six figures the first year? 
some, some people don't do mm-hmm. that within 10 years, yeah. let alone the first year. And I own four businesses. And I said, well, there's actually a couple of things I do that are non-negotiable. And I ended up creating it as Mastery to Millions. And those seven things has not just made me millions, but it's actually taught so many people. I've had stay-at-home moms who are making six figures now part-time. I've had doctors who didn't make six figures in a year who are making 45000 a month right now. Wow. I've had business owners, franchise owners who were closing 7% in sales that are now closing 91% of, pe- of the people who are enrolling in their programs after learning these principles that they need to, to apply their business. So okay. it's really proven, well, can proven you, models, proven systems. Can you share at least one of those principles with us right now in 30 seconds or less? Um, one is taking massive action. I mean, mm. so often we have all these great ideas of what we need to do, but we don't actually take the action that does it. And I think fear gets in the way, but taking yeah. that imperfect action is really important, but specific action. Another thing is when we take action, sometimes it's what we need to eliminate or delegate. So it's not about what else you have to do, but it's what you have to stop doing. Now, I shared a link on this that um, I put for you, Allison. If anybody wants to get there, there's a special link I shared for you. But if you go to findtofabforbusiness.com and spell it all out, findtofabforbusiness.com, you'll get that information. You can find me at lisalibermanwang.com. I'm the only Jewish Chinese woman with that name. <laughs> you can find me. <laughs> I love that. Well, and I love that. And thank you for uh, also giving us that website. I know we've got lots of people listening live on Voice America. And huge shout out to our Voice America team. Thank you so much for being here and for joining us today, Lisa, and for all you're doing uh, in the world. You're a great example of a female entrepreneur, a leader, and uh, just a kick-ass woman who is also staying in her feminine energy. So definitely check out Lisa's event. Definitely check out Shannon's event. We've got Secret Knock for Women. Go to findafab.com and uh, check out Lisa's upcoming event. Uh, Rochelle, we've got about just a minute here, but what are your final thoughts? Sure. Well, the business that we are business partners in Arbon, multi-level marketing, and the whole principle behind it is if you don't help others get what they want, you can't have what you want. So I love that. And I love about, you know, your success is my success. And we all lift each other up. A rising tide lifts all boats. So I love to not just empower women when we are around each other, but behind their backs as well. And like lifting them up. Just one little compliment. Or just like saying, hi, beautiful. You're so amazing. It just, Mm -hmm. it, it means so much to people. It truly does. And I want to leave on that challenge for all all women out there that are listening right now, and you men too, you can participate in this challenge. <laughs> but I want you to think of one person that you can text today, that you can call today, that you can give a sincere compliment to, uh, that you can lift up that person in your life. Because when it comes to being successful in business, whether you're male or female, it is all about collaboration. It's all about uh, complimenting others. And then you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do a part two of this challenge. I want you to think what is a compliment you can give yourself and just take a moment to recognize what you're doing really well and what you've been able to celebrate and what successes you've had in your life because I think it's about lifting other people up and recognizing your own successes at the same time. Thank you so much for everybody who has joined us, who has taken the time, invested your time in listening, how to become a better entrepreneur, how to stay in alignment with that feminine energy, and a special thank you to our guests today. We've got the beautiful Rochelle Rodriguez today here in studio. Hey. We had Lori Richens joining us for the Family First segment and Lisa Lieberman Wang and Shannon Parsons as our two guest experts calling in today. Check them out. And until next week, I'm Allison H. Larson. You've been listening to Spotlight. 
Thank you for making us a part of your week. Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show, can be heard live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go make a difference and be sure to tune in again for the next show.